morning, everybody. Welcome to Coffee with Casey, where we come to you every Thursday morning at 11 o'clock, keep up to date on the market and how the market's changing. Um, we've had a dynamic change in the market. So, you know, I would call it a shock. We call it the beginning of the year where we had a perfect storm with low interest rates, low inventory, and um, really something unprecedented was about to happen and it did. So, you know, there are stories uh, going around about, you know, people getting 150, 250,000 over list price. All those are true. Uh, today, I've got Billy with me and, and Billy last week, we had, <laughs> we, we had a first. We had somebody give us uh, some vacation time as well as, uh, you know, a considerable boost over list price. So, so today, um, we're going to do a couple things. One, we are going to tell you how you get $100,000 premium when you sell and how you get a $100,000 discount when you, um, when you buy. And Billy pulled this off with some clients just this week. So I've asked him to come on and, and talk a little bit about that. Um, before we get to that market update, how many markets do you think there are in Northern Virginia? So somebody says, how's the market? How many markets? Billy and I haven't talked before this thing. So I'm gonna ask Billy, how many markets he thinks there are in Northern Virginia that I would have to analyze at any one time? Uh, I would say three to four price ranges on 10 to 15 zip codes that we study. But if you wanted to do the whole of Northern Virginia, maybe 40 or 50 or 60, I don't know. Okay. A hundred. So, so let's go to the video. Let's see how close that is. And you know, Billy, the reason I, I did this was because, you know, everybody's always housed the market. Well, you know, I keep saying, yeah. I have to analyze markets all day long, you know? So I thought, there's probably, there's probably every 10. Market we analyze, it's a one mile radius, right? Right. So what are the square miles in Northern Virginia? So each square mile is in fact a market, right? Right. And in that, I count eight. So every two, 200,000 all the way up to over 1.5. So I've got eight markets in each one, right? So let me share my screen here real quick. Let's take a look at it. And, you know, how really important, how really important is this to know? Um, can you see this, Bill? Yep, I can see it. Let me, let me flash it up here. All right. So, you know, the question is, is the market slowing down? Everybody's asking that. And the answer is yes. For some it is, for some it's not. Now, you just pulled off $150,000 profit on one deal and a $100,000 discount on the next. And we're going to talk about that in a second, how we do that. But Here's the answer to the market. So I have to take one mile around the subject property and there are eight different price ranges in that mile. So if we look at it, there's 1,317 square miles you can see below, you know, 406 in Fairfax County, Loudoun's 522, Prince William's 348, uh, Arlington's 26, Alexandria's 15. So in all those combined, it's 1,317 square miles with eight price ranges. So that is 10,538 different single family detached markets in Northern Virginia. Now, this week, you know, we have a condo. All right, that's a whole different market. That is the market. That condo is the market. Townhouse subdivisions, they are the market. So let's say there's hundreds, let's, let's call it 500 condo and townhouse subdivisions in, these, in Northern Virginia. 
So we're looking at over 11,000 markets that we have to analyze, right? So how important is it to know how, you know, now this sounds very complicated and very difficult, but it's really not. All you have to do is understand how to analyze one market. So if you know how to analyze a market, you just apply the same process, the same procedure and protocol to any market you analyze. I mean, this week we were in Hillsborough, no different. And then we have another one in Arlington condo. And then we had one in Burke for a million. One. All those are different markets, but as long as you know how to analyze a market and knock that out, it's really no problem. And I'm going to skip, I'm going to skip by this one real quick. And I'm going to go to this one. So most agents either don't know how to price correctly, or they rely, they may rely on two reasons why homes are under or overpriced. One, Zillow and uh, Realtor.com and HomeSnap and Redfin, they're all wrong. I mean, it's their algorithms and they try and get it right, but they really can't. So the one house in Percival I looked at, I analyzed it. Realtor.com analyzed it. Realtor.com said it was worth 748000 So it's worth a million. And probably if we get two of the right people bidding on it, it's going to be worth $1.1 So these, the algorithms are all wrong, Okay. Here's another one, Billy, Billy, you and I are putting this one on in Burke. This mm -hmm. is a Burke home and they're analyzing it at a million, uh, 1.1. It's, it's gonna go for about 1.25 million. So, you know, the bottom line is you need to know how to analyze that one square mile within a price range, same size, similar age, and how to adjust price per square foot and percentage of assessment. To arrive at that. Now, let me show you why people, you know, they're doing it wrong. So let's look at the success rate. Now, the success rate is if I have a home and, and I just pick Vienna over a million dollars because we do a lot of business there. I said, what's the success rate in Vienna in June? In other words, how many homes sold versus how many homes withdrew? So 84% of the homes sold over a million in Vienna in June. So has the market changed? Well, in August, only 66% of the homes sold versus withdrew, okay? So 34% uh, of the homes withdrew unsold in the market, and that's up from 16%. So let's go over to McLean. McLean now is about 50% of their homes withdrew and 50% of the homes sold. So in a market like this, that's low in inventory and low in um, low interest rates and a seller's market, the best seller's market in years. Why in the heck are only 54% of those homes over a million dollars selling in June? Why is it down from 72%? In Arlington, it went from 75 to 58. So why is this anomaly? Why is this happening, right? Is the market slowing down? I don't think it is. I mean, we're still getting 46 people. Well, Billy just sold um billy you just had one it went well we can't get the, the price that it sold for but substantially over list price at two million bucks right yep six figures over yeah and we had i don't know how many showings we had a ton of showings we had a ton of people at the open house i was there uh, how many contracts did we have on that house uh, i don't know um multiple Five. i mean there was a bunch we had a bunch a bunch of contracts at two million dollars two million dollars with a price substantially over, of course, we didn't get any um, 
We didn't get any um, vacations for ourselves vacations on that one. We're going to have to answer for that. But we did get well over the list price in their half. Right. Then they turned right around and bought a house at 200000 less than the original list price. Right? Right. Yep. That's what we're basically going to talk about today. How the heck? You know, and, and this, you know, people come to me and go, I hear the market softening, hear the market softening. It's like, well, not if you really know what you're doing, it's not softening. I mean, I've only got one disappointing property all year, you know, that we're struggling on, but the other 74 are doing, have done fine. Okay. So, so why is this happening right here? And how can we, how can a buyer take advantage of this market? 54% of the homes. So let's say that you're going to buy a million dollar home in McLean. Well, in August, in August, 46% of the inventory withdrew unsold. Now those people wanted to sell their house. Not that they didn't want to sell it. They tried, they just couldn't sell it. They either overpriced it, didn't fix it up correctly. They didn't do something, they did something wrong. So when you fail, something went wrong. Okay. So when you go looking for a house and say there's no inventory, well, there's 46% that's not even on the market that didn't sell. Now, when somebody overpriced, let's take, let's take what you did, Billy. First of all, before we, before we do that, let me just whip around the market so everybody can see where their, their markets are today. Okay. So let's look at this. So this is the percentage of listings under contract in all of these towns. And this was in August. This was one month ago, all right? So we can see if 60% plus over uh, are under contract, that means six out of 10 houses are under contract. So 57%, we'll start with Vienna, all in seller's markets, all in strong seller's markets, but you can see most of them were out West, right? So here are the Eastern markets, McLean, Alexandria, Arlington, Falls Church not doing as well, um, you know, 42% of the homes are under contract here. So let's look at what happened this month. That was last month. Let's look what happened this month. So the outer lying areas are still doing fairly well. Reston has dropped off a little bit, but look at Percival. They went from 62% under contract to 71% under contract. So there's nothing wrong with Vienna, Falls Church, Percival, Centerville, Gainesville, Virginia Run, Oak Hill. They in fact have as much or more homes under contract now than they did a month ago. We look down here again, McLean is kind of suffering. I'd like to address that. Every time we go to McLean and, and, and a seller says, well, how much you know, do you do in McLean? It's like, well, I mean, I'm looking at the inventory that you guys have and it's not really selling. And, you know, when you do 90%, 96% of your stuff sells, you get a little frustrated when you hear that when their market is basically selling 40 to 42% of their homes. But, you know, if we look at the market in a whole, is it, is it, is the market going down or are realtors sometimes doing the wrong thing? But you can see here, most of them are under contract. So I wouldn't fret. I don't, I don't think the sky is falling in yet. Do you, Billy? Do you see that? No, definitely not. I mean, 
we see, I mean, we're, we're starting to meet with sellers now that want to take advantage of, you know, the spring and the summer and all the success stories that they've heard about. Right. Um, and we just can't get lazy. I mean, there's a reason why we had success. Um, so we just need to keep replicating those things. I mean, it's, it's like the kids that do their homework, they get A's and then some kids don't want to do homework and they're like, well, I want an A. It's like, well, we have to do what, you know, what we've been doing and the success. I mean, we have 74, I think, homes sold. And so we know what to do now. And so we can't get- what, um, And, 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 the, and the key here, Billy, is as the market is shifting, the question is, what do you not do, right? right. So here's the thing. This is a, perf this is a perfect example that, that we're experiencing right now in Burke. We list a house for 1.1 million and it sells for 1.25 million, okay? We never would have got 1.25 million if we asked 1.25 million. We had to get to the buyer pool. In fact, when we tried 115, our predictive analysis said we didn't have enough buyers there. So we even had to drop to 1.1 million. Right. Then we achieved 1.25 million as a sales price with no home inspection and no. So the problem is that, that the sellers are now looking at the 1.25 and saying, my house is as good as his put it on at one, two, five. And there, in fact, the buyer pool is not there. Right. So, so you cannot go in today and, um, and ask for that premium. You need to let the buyer pool bid it to the premium. Okay. Right. And, and too many people are, are, are saying, well, it's 1.25. That's what he got. My house is as good as him. That's what I want. I never could have got one, two, five if I asked one, two, five. And also just to piggyback on that same ex example, their neighbor tried to sell for 1.2 right next to them. It was the same floor plan, same house, same neighborhood, same backyard, same everything, but they didn't do the cosmetic upgrades that we did. And they got one, one, two, six. So they were 125,000 under what we got. Right. And so it just, it, it goes to show you what you always say, you know, we put about um, five to seven thousand dollars into that house, and we got a hundred thousand or one hundred twenty-six thousand over what their neighbor got. So right. seven thousand in, one hundred twenty-five out. So the ten to one, or I mean, in that case, fifteen or twenty to one. Um, yeah. It just yeah. goes to show whenever you put your house in the correct condition, um, it's not a stop thinking of it as an expense. You know, it's not a seven thousand dollar expense. It's a seven thousand dollar investment. And if, if you put $7,000 into Wall Street and returned 120,000 back, you'd be a genius, right? I mean, everyone would be, you'd be on CNBC saying, how the hell did you do that? So um, again, it's- In fact, Billy, you know, I know you're young and you got that brain. It's like, how can we, yeah. you know, I mean, we're literally taking $10,000 of the seller's money and he's making another 100, 125,000. Yeah. You're trying to figure out how to get in on that. You I know? know, I'm like, if, if a seller doesn't want to do it, right? Some sellers don't want to do it. I'm like, well, can I put my 10,000 in and, and, and any number I get over what you want back? Can I take that number? <laughs> if I know if, if, I gotta, if I put 10,000 in. I got to check my <laughs> ethics handbook on that, Billy. <laughs> you know, it is, it is certainly... Um, it is certainly pleasant to see sellers make a lot of money and, yeah. and you are right. It's like, well, you know, you're doing a lot of work and, and you're getting, you know, this, this huge return on investment, but, um, but anyways, so, you know, it just shows. And, and again, and let me say this to all sellers or realtors that are working with this, you have to look at the seller and say, I know you don't want to do it. 
I'm clear on that. And you wouldn't want to kiss a goat. If I said, would you kiss a goat? And this is what I tell a lot of times. If I said, would you kiss a goat? It's like, I wouldn't kiss that goat. I said, for $100,000, would you kiss that goat? It's like, pucker up, I'm coming in, right? Mm -hmm. So I would kiss a goat for 100,000 bucks. Would you let a painter, painter come in your house and pay 5,000 bucks? And would you have him switch out your doorknob for 2,000 bucks? Would you, do you want to do that? No, the sellers don't want to do it. The buyers don't want to do it. Nobody does it. But we kind of put our foot down and put it into a category of, if we don't do it, this is your price. And if we do do it, that's your price. Plus people fight for it when you do that. So, right. so one of the things on getting that premium, which we're talking about today is um, one, one of the keys is um, fix the house up and prepare the house. So let me give you an example of that, what Billy had with this house that he just, that we just sold. So we came in and we looked at it. It's a beautiful house. It's got a three, $400,000 in the backyard. But as we looked at pictures of the house, and I, I gave this the other day, we were talking about it. And this all has to do with how you get that premium. The major money is in the backyard of this house. And every time that photographer took a flash picture, it whited out the windows. So it looked like, and this is a top agent at Long and Foster that listed this house. It looked like you couldn't even see through the windows. It was foggy. The windows were foggy, okay? So, and we looked up and they were dirty. Now, the, the realtor had brought in a bunch of, of um, towels and, you know, stuff like that, which to me, you know, towels don't sell a house, but the basics of cleaning the windows and using the kind of photography where you can use the ambient light, where when we took the pictures, the backyard was in the house. You could literally see how clear and wonderful the backyard was from those pictures. So house goes on the market, sits for a couple months, nothing happens, nobody's looking at it. And then all of a sudden you, you know, do a little work, you get the wind. I think all we did Billy was clean the windows. Yeah, yep. Clean the windows, shoot it with photography where you can see out the back. We did um, exchange out, we did exchange out gold framed bathroom for some frameless glass. And a couple of probably, probably only cost 5,000 bucks, right? Not even, no. What, what, so we spent a couple thousand dollars and it went from gold frame to frameless glass. Who did that? Was it resting glass or? I can talk to the client. Yeah, if you can, I, I would like to, I would like to pass that on because if I, I, I think it was, it was somebody like that. It was like a glass company and they came in and, and did that and it was just changed everything. So there you get, uh, tucking under $2 million where the buyer pool is clean the windows put the frameless glass in. And before you know it, we're looking at $100,000, premium on that house with no home inspection, right? Did we have a home inspection? No. No, we didn't have a home inspection. We had bidding. There was a bunch of contracts. <clears throat> so, so how do you get the premium? Don't price it at where you think it's gonna sell at. Price it at where the other people priced at. So when I'm looking to list a house, I don't say, what did they get? I look at it and say, what did they ask? because that's where the buyer pool was, okay? So you cannot underprice a house in Northern Virginia. You cannot underprice it. You can't do it. If I put 100,000 under where it should be, they'll bid it up 200,000. So you can't underprice a house, okay? So 
Pricing is important. Getting the house in the right condition is important. Spending that money, nobody wants to sell it. No buyer wants to spell, uh, wants to spend that money or the time or energy. That's why the seller needs to do it and repair the home correctly. Most, most of the buyers don't even, most of the buyers don't know what to do, right? I mean, a lot of buyers, they work, husband and wife or whoever, they both work and they have two kids. They don't have time. And that's not their specialty is updating a house cosmetically. They don't know that it's only a thousand dollars at Home Depot, right. a handyman, $300 to come in and swap out all the, the door hardware. All right. they see is it's new, right? So subconsciously in their brain, they think it's an updated home and yeah. it's, it's, it's not a red flag or a check mark that they have to do, right? If they walk in and they see old hardware, they're like, I don't want this house because it looks dated. Yeah. If, if we take that out of their brain and they think subconsciously, they don't even think it, but whenever they walk in, they see the new door levers that looks like a modern home. That's one of the things that they don't have to do. So if we can do that for the buyers for a thousand bucks. Right. It's updated, right? The house is updated. Yeah. So, you know, you've got to do the updating for the, for the buyers. The buyers can't see it. They're looking for 2021. They're not looking for 1998. And if you have a chandelier that looks like 1998, we got 10 chandeliers we could put in there for 250, 300 bucks that bring the house to 2021. So, so that's on the side of let's get a premium for our house. Now let's talk about the buyer side because the thing I sent out was how you get a premium for your house, how to get a discount when you buy. So first question, clients like a house, forget about the list price. If you've been on for more than, 20 days, just forget about the list price. Go find what you want, right? So the list price was $1.5 million. And uh, clients like it. What's it worth? First of all, we need to determine what is it really worth? It's worth 1.125 plus whatever this big, beautiful barn is worth and blah, blah, blah. In the view. So they want $1.5 million. We go in with an offer that is backed up by facts. Your house appreciated this much, this is what it's worth. Your house has a certain percentage of assessment, this is what it's worth. Your house has a certain price per square foot with the amenities that you have, this is your price per square foot, this is your price. So the key when you're offering on this house, now imagine we're gonna go in $375,000 under their original asking price. And when I asked the agent, how did you arrive at the price? How did you arrive at 1.5 million? Well, that's what the seller wants. Mm -hmm. So everybody can want what they want and it sits on and nobody gets, and then they start getting a little, then they start getting nervous. We made a mistake. Okay, we made a mistake. So as Billy is presenting the offer, he's bringing in my pricing models with him saying, this is our offer. It's worth 1.125. We're going to prove it three different ways. We're not trying to steal your house. We're just telling you, if everybody else went 28% appreciation and you went 28% appreciation, it's worth 1.125 plus any improvements you made. So we bring it in at 1125 and then we can't disclose the price, but it's hundreds of thousands of dollars less than the 1.5. So don't think about the 1.5. It's way under that, hundreds of thousands of dollars under that. You just have to when you're going after these homes, you don't want to alienate, emotionally alienate the sellers, right? So again, our negotiating tactics are 
we're trained, we train as uh, under this, this guy named Chris Voss. He's a FBI hostage negotiator, but he trains businesses on how to negotiate to get what they need. So we're, we're very calm. We're very analytical. We go, we go analytics on. So you just go in and say, I know you're asking 1.35 million, or let's, let's stop that. Let's go back and say, you're asking 895,000, but the home is only worth 800,000. So I don't want to offend you by coming in low, but it's worth 800,000. So for our buyers, we're really not looking for new homes coming on the market. You remember those 46% of the homes that withdrew in August? Yeah, we, we want to talk to them. Let's say we looked at one of the houses and just withdrew. We call them up and say, look, your number was way off. I mean, we're interested in buying the house, but you know, here's the number. So that's what's called a shadow inventory. So there are homes that are getting ready to come on the market, but they've yet to test the market. These people have already made their mistake. They put it on too high. And, and if in fact, our sellers to get our top number, we're telling our sellers, prepare the home correctly, right? So when we're looking with our buyers, we're looking for the ugly duckling. Good bones, bad cosmetics. Hey, in case. Yeah, but It's not even really, sometimes it's not even cosmetically. I mean, I'm looking at a, two properties right now. I'm not going to tell you where they are, but this buyer wants to be in Vienna, right? And they have a, a X budget um, and we can't find what we want in Vienna, but there's a house in Reston that's overpriced. You know, they're pricing as if they're in Vienna, but it's right. awesome. I mean, it's decked out. It's in a great, it's in a great um, neighborhood. It's 2021. It's even better. It's rehab. It's not even updated. It's rehab, right. but they're overpriced. Right. And so right. it's the same thing that we just did. Um, out west or, or southwest it's like hey you're not 1.x you're one point you know a hundred thousand wow. lower and they've right. sat on the market now for 15 20 days so again it's it's not always cosmetically they're bad it's just they overpriced and instead of um are you there case i am you got okay, you just went black i'm sorry but yeah i mean it's we can price it we can show the value so instead of alienating a seller like you said we can come in to a buyer that has been on, or we can come into the seller that's been on the market for 21 days, bring in a, um, an offer that's 150,000 under list. But we say, hey, here's your value, here's your neighbors, here's the pricing, yada, yada, yada. And th there you go, we, we can work out a deal. So it's not always cosmetically, they're bad. Um, sometimes right. they overprice, sometimes they, yeah. Well, and again, the, the key, to, the key to, to getting that premium is you got to do it all, right? You got all four. Do your pricing, right? Your four things. You got to do your pricing. You got to do your preparation. You got to market it correctly, and all that other good stuff. So they just did something wrong. They overpriced it, right? But I guess the key here is when you're negotiating, is um, you're crazy. You're like, you know, this is not. No, let me just explain three different ways how we arrived at the price. So the way Chris explains this is a late night, what is he? A late night talk show host, where you talk very slow and you're very methodical. And the longer you talk slow, the calmer the person becomes, the calmer the agent becomes or the seller or anybody frantic in a transaction. Whenever 
somebody is getting extremely agitated, you just lower the voice, you talk a little slower, you become very analytical, very matter of fact, and then they will relax and come down and say, well, I did tell the seller that we are a little overpriced and, and I, I could see where you get, you know, so they will calm down. We don't get excited. We don't get agitated. We get analytical and we get calm and we go late night DJ on them. So anyways, that is, that is how you can go in and get your premium properties now. So do I think it's a, a good buyer's time? Yeah, because those 46% of the houses just withdrew over a million dollars in McLean. They were all sitting on the market. They were primed for somebody to come in and offer them a lower number, not just pull it out of a hat, not just say, I'm going to offer you 150,000 less than your list price because that's what I want. So it starts with how did you guys arrive at that price? Show me how you arrived at that price. Well, that's what they wanted. Did you tell them that's not what it's worth? And you start doing your probing questions. And before you know it, the agent is actually on your side. The agent is giving you information that you need that you will then use in your favor to go back after that. So, so we just do it, did it and we're doing it every day where you get 150,000 on the sale, you make a $200,000 discount on the buy. And that's, that's basically how you work in a market like this. Remember when somebody says, how's the market? There are over 10,000, I'm sorry, over 11,000 markets in Northern Virginia alone. And, you, and all you gotta do is be an expert on dissecting one of them. If you use that, you just take that model and move it all over the place to all 1,100. So, you know, I often said, if you drop me in Iowa, as long as I have my MLS system and, uh, and tax records, uh, I can tell you what those houses are worth. So it really doesn't matter where it is. McLean, Great Falls, Gainesville, Burke, Iowa, McLean, it, re it really doesn't matter. The model is the model. The protocol is the protocol. It's, uh, um, it's, it served us very well. So uh, Billy, any other closing as we get out of here? No, just uh, let us know if you need any help and we'd love to help you guys. Okay, good. So my name is Casey Sampson. You've been listening to Coffee with Casey. We're here every Thursday at 11 o'clock. Hopefully this helps you understand your markets, the real estate markets, um, you know, whether, how, whether we're getting softer or stronger or how you make money and how you don't lose money and how you can buy a house at a discount. So, so hopefully this helps you all. You can reach me at 703-508-2535 or Casey at CaseySampson.com. Billy, contact information. 703-380-0255 and WPSAMSON21 at Gmail. And everyone have a good Labor Day. And uh, we look forward to seeing you out there. Great. Everybody have a safe weekend. Come buy some listings. If anybody wants the, the best listing in Vienna, we've got it going on on Princeton Terrace. It has got a, a pool in the back that has AstroTurf around it. And it's got, it's the coolest living areas you're going to see in Vienna. So it's, it's currently a featured home in Sun Gazette. So pick up a Sun Gazette. You can read all about it. And then we'll have an open house on Sunday. So everybody, we'll see you next week on Thursday. Have a great Labor Day. Thanks. Bye.